Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is Monday, March 23rd, 2020. It's so funny that every day feels like the same day. It doesn't matter if it's actually Sunday or Thursday because we're not going anywhere and we are home. And the crazier part is, and yesterday my son said it to me and I couldn't believe because I was feeling the same thing. We've fallen into these routines at home and it feels like the days are going by really fast. I was surprised at how much we can find to do in our home and also about setting goals and, you know, what to do with this time because now it's starting to, you know, formulate just by us being home. What do we enjoy doing? What are we gravitating towards and all of that? And I thought to myself, you know, it's going to be really hard for us to switch this up once the time comes to do so. So life has been changing quite quite quickly and in more ways than the obvious on the outside with all the updates, all the misinformation, all the information, whatever it is that's going on outside of us, we can only do our best, stay out of the way of the virus as fast or hard as we can, but a lot is going on with us. Appreciation and reconciliation of who we are. We are all dialed back. And I keep saying it because I cannot stop bigger picture here, right? Appreciating. The thoughts I have about the people that I normally see and how in my heart, and I I started doing it yesterday without even associating it with appreciation. Just like writing my brothers and sisters and telling them how much I love them. I mean, none of us know where this is going to go or why or how. But it was almost like a reset of what's really important and all the stuff that wasn't important. I call it the tornado, the tornado of the bills and the bureaucracy and the just calling to get one thing done and it taking an hour on the phone and trying to get a live person and, you know, towns not even knowing the residents of those towns and all these things that, you know, were getting joined together by an app called Nextdoor or an app called Citizens or an app and everything we're doing, we are connecting without face-to-face. And now we're not even allowed to see each other. Really think about that. We were removed and then removed and then removed and now we're physically removed. And we're forced to take a look at 
today. You want to talk about getting whipped into the moment. We are whipped into that moment. And some of the things that I'm finding out because people are writing me, they want to know how do I deal with this time. Tomorrow we're going to talk about setting goals and what kind of goals do we want to even set. Like what does that mean? Because we're so used to setting goals for a pay raise or setting goals to achieve something from the outside of us in. But right now, all we have is what we think and what we do with those thoughts. But I really wanted to go back to the fork in the road and work on repaving what we have known already to date, to this day in our lives. Because what was normal a week ago, a month ago, two months ago, is gone. You can't make plans to go out to eat with your friends. You can't celebrate something together. My daughter and I are FaceTiming, and she's like, we've got to get past this and see each other. And I said, you know what? We will. We'll figure it out. Because everyone who doesn't actually live in your home has their own subset of what's going on around us. So all the normal that we've known is gone at one time. And at first it's kind of novel. You know, you're going around going, yeah, wow, this is weird. we got to stay home. But then we stay home. And all that matters to us now is the truth. Whether it's our personal truth, the reconciliation, storing a sense of just balance, the balance of our body, the balance of our mind, the balance of our emotions, the balance of our spirit, the balance of our relationships, forgiving ourselves for things we're really hard on ourselves for or another person even though we can't see them. We have the time to reconcile and bring ourselves up to date emotionally. Things we felt good or bad about. It's time to take a look, to revisit, and then to put it where it belongs. We don't throw ourselves away. We don't throw what we've done away, but we do put it in a drawer. And we can close that drawer, and it's there. It's part of our makeup, but it's also been dealt with. Now that all the different tornadoes that normally swing around our lives, like the job market and the payment tornado and the emotional issues we have, whether it's at work or wherever it is, for most people, those do not exist. So who are we now today, March 23rd, 2020? Who are we today? We are people that for the first time in our history, all of our history, no soul is more important than another. 
the people we walked by, the janitors, people who drive our buses, the people who work in our grocery stores that we would look at and say, they're just a grocery store clerk, or they're just this, or they're just that, are pretty darn important now. People who share their time, who help others, instead of looking like, oh, you know, we have these people over here, they're helping, look like heroes now. And the people who argue over who gets what money, the people that are still now deciding in in the government of the U.S. where to put all this money, and they're throwing it at companies that they don't need the money right now. They can they can hold on for a few months, but we have to take care of people first. And the argument is which way that's going to go. It's not decided yet. But people are saying, oh, no, 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 no. We've reconciled what has happened in the past, and we do not want to repeat history. We have to take care of our people. And we have to take care of our memories. And we have to take care of who we were up until this day because we are going to need a stronger version of ourselves to work on our futures. We're going to need to be more present than we ever were in a way that says yes and no quite quickly because we already realize who we are. So how do we begin to reconcile and appreciate our past? Like, What would be the first thing we do to begin to do that? And the first thing we do is self-accounting. When we can self-account, when we can say, hey, you know what? I actually had a big part of that happening. I may not have realized it at the time because I felt justified in why I did what I did. And it may have just been even why you dated somebody or why you took a job that was just a stepping stone. Why did you accept that? Or the way we argued with our parents trying to prove that we didn't need them. When the very very fact of us arguing with our parents was telling them we needed them. And going back and looking at it from their point of view as well. Like if I were having that argument with my child, what would be my reasoning behind that? What would be what I wanted from that argument? How many times have we asked ourselves that? Probably not many. What did I need from that argument? Because we always need something, whether we want to be right, whether we feel hurt and we want the other person to know it, whether we want that person to hurt as much as we are hurting. But once we ask those questions, what happens to our mind, our body, the way we deal with our emotions starts to balance. It's like a scale. It just starts to hit where it's going to settle. And then it settles. And maybe one day it's a pound off here, and then another day it's a pound off there. But you pretty much settled. 
as you start to see in your world and in your life, balance start to present itself in how you make decisions. Like, what do I want out of this? Because now you're asking the same questions, but not about our past. We're asking it about today. I've I've seen a job like this before. I need the money. Do I take this job or do I wait until I get a job that I don't feel like I need a vacation to get away from over and over again? We are starting to see in our lives that we can't fool ourselves, that we can't put ourselves off. And now every single day we wake up, we can't even visit with each other. We can send a text. We can FaceTime for a few minutes. We can write something on any kind of social media outlet. But for the most part, what are we doing with this time? And actually, better question, what is this time doing to us? Well, it's giving us the internal eyes. It's it's taking away everything we see that we can distract ourselves with, and it's saying, hey, soul, check this out. Look what you've got in your inventory. How do you feel about what you've got? Because you know what? When you pay attention to me, you're going to settle inside. And once you settle inside, the stuff you need from the outside will actually disappear emotionally, even though it has already disappeared physically. Think about that for a minute. It's such a cool one. Because normally we see we want. If we didn't go to a mall, we wouldn't want to buy half the stuff we've seen because now we've seen it and we're like, oh, that's pretty. Oh, I like that color. Oh, I want, you know, and we start adding to the till greater and greater distractions that make us feel like we've done something. And we probably did. We probably put ourselves more in debt or we probably, but not the things we were really going for. It was like putting a Band-Aid on an elephant. And now we're fine-tuning. We're saying, hey, you know what? It feels good to breathe. I didn't realize I wasn't breathing, but wow. It feels good to breathe. Not going to a gym. Now we're thinking, what were the old exercises we used to do? Oh, my God, we used to do push-ups and sit-ups. Remember those? Jumping jacks, arm circles. Do you guys remember all those exercises? We're doing them now, using our own body weight to exercise our bodies because we don't have machines at home. Our gym's a mile away from the house. We just went every day. And food. The other day, I needed bread. And I thought, do I go out to the store just to get bread? There's lines, there's this, there's that. There's no more even running out for a quick convenience item. It's like when you go to the store, you have to gear up right now. You've got to put on gloves. You've got to, if you need to, cover your face, wait in line, go in, get what you need. Hopefully you'll find everything. 
shelves are still, depending on which store we go to, empty. So you might get three quarters of your list, and then you come home. So I thought, let me look up a bread recipe. I know I've got yeast. I know I've got flour. I know I've got sugar to activate the yeast. Let me look up an easy bread recipe. And I did. And it was so cool. The bread smelled up the whole house. Everyone was waiting for it to come out of the oven. Couldn't wait to try it, to eat it, to see how the recipe worked. That was like our big moment of the whole darn day. Was baking a loaf of bread on top of whatever else we did. At night, we all sit and watch one show that we recorded. And if it's two parts, we watch the next part the next day. We're sleeping earlier. I always slept early, but now everyone else is too. And during the day, while we're doing projects, while we're running around, while we're exercising, the conversations we have are from heart. The need to argue, the need to get our way, the need to fight over who's right has disappeared. Because in this time, we are reconciling our restoring balance in our brains. We are saying, hey, you know what? When I was younger, I did that, and and wow, (laughs) this is the outcome of it. And because I did that, the decisions I made after that were all based on that very thing. Because I made a mistake here, I tried to avoid those mistakes, and I don't know if I really did or not, but this was my way of avoiding making that mistake again because we thought of it as a mistake. But once I actually learned the lesson, then I didn't have to fight myself with trying to avoid it. I just knew, hey, I've done that. It didn't work. I wasn't happy with the result, but this is what I learned. And then we go on. It's not hard to do that. What's hard was to find the time to do that. Now that time is just right at our door. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Hearing about people getting sick. I always send a prayer and I say, wow, if it's me, I I have to deal with it, and I will. And if it's not me, the appreciation I have for my health, that's real. It's, it's becoming the reality, the reality of what lives in our hearts, what we accept, what we now reject, If something isn't true and we hear it, by the time we get up and walk away from the news or from whatever it is we're connected to, to the outside world through, if it's not true what we heard, by the time we get to the door of that room, we will have forgotten 
what they said in terms of useful information. But we will say, oh, they keep saying that, and that's actually not what's going on, because this is what's really going on. And so we have two newses. We have news that isn't true, but wishful thinking. We have news that is true that's getting overlooked because the true news is getting more coverage. But I found over a few days that I knew exactly where to go without even giving it a second thought, where to go for information that's useful and that will help. It's amazing to me, beautifully amazing, how efficient our brains are, how strong our spirit is, how well we already know ourselves, and how at times it shocks us to believe how much we actually knew. How much we actually knew. Finding, because I have the time, old things I have written to God where I thought I did not know what to do. When I read those things now, I thought, well, how did I know all of that at that time? And still think in my head, I did not have an answer. I described exactly what was going on. Because when we are looking for something outside of us to fix what's inside of us, we can't see what we know. And we know a lot. What we feel, what we feel, that instinct that says, hey, you know what? Why not try that? Why not get to know that person? And the answer may be, oh, you know what? You've met someone like that before and your relationship was successful. Still friends with that person. Or you still have a relationship with that person. Or you still are working in that environment. So that was successful. So what in that made it successful instead of always looking at what was wrong and all our things we wanted to call mistakes but we're not calling them mistakes anymore, but what we learned from it, and then we we pull that out. But also, all the places in life that even if it just lasted five years, even if you outgrew your job or the relationship or the friendship or you had to move and you're still friends in some way, friends of heart, How did that work? Why was I able to stay there? What kept me going? Oh, because I kept growing. It kept forcing me to look at this and forcing me. And when I have an issue, that's where I want to go to solve it, to those people, to that environment. Because when I go, I don't face judgment. When I go, no matter how awful what I think I have to say is, it gets put in a new and clean and loving perspective. And that becomes usable information to me. Usable information is 
key, if there's anything we take out of today, if there is a filter question that we have that we can use for the rest of our lifetimes, if we can do that, it's all about usable information. Is what I'm hearing, what I'm reading, what I'm doing usable in my life? Because that's where we have come to. It all boils down to you have to have truth, you have to have love, you have to have purity to have information that is usable in your life. If there's an example I could give you, if you have a child or you have a parent or a sibling in your life that you know is not going anywhere and they're going through something and you know they're kind of veering off into space and you, you go to them and you start asking them questions. Like, you know, hey, what, why exactly are you doing this? Do you realize how you're impacting yourself? Do you realize how you're impacting the family? What you're doing is you're asking them questions to get to usable information so that you can interact with them at a level that is useful to both of you, especially with children because they're, they're like got a whole world of their own. They're teenagers. They're looking forward to their future. They're looking forward to their lives. They don't want to be without you, but they do want to be separated from you so that they can start their journeys as an adult or a young adult. So we ask them questions so that we know how to use the information between us, guide them. And it's the same thing with us. Am I putting myself off? Am I not telling myself the truth? Because if I'm not, I don't have enough usable information to go forward. So when people tell me, hey, I'm stuck, I have felt stuck for years, like I, I just didn't grow. I just didn't grow. And I say, you probably don't have enough usable information to have grown past where you're at. As soon as you start talking to yourself and saying, hey, you know what, I did that because I wanted love because, I wanted to feel great because, and I thought this was how it was going to happen. But, well, that didn't really work out like I thought. Then you can take that information and have an honest, crucial conversation with yourself. You can admit to yourself that I just want things to be better. But there are things I like today. And I want to keep those things. And I want to build on them. I want to take my past. I want to focus on my present through what I've accepted from my past. And that way, I can build tomorrow but enjoy today. I can, and I will, and I am. It is a beautiful knowing in this time to reconcile our past 
to bring us to today's moment because that's what this is all about. I have in the chat, I have Liam and I have Maria and I have Shirley Cardinal. And and you know what? I haven't seen you for a while and she's like moving west over two years ago. I finally have a PC and can log log in again. Yay! And all the happy birthdays, you guys. Thank you. What an unusual birthday. But I did get my birthday wish. It's been a wish I've had for a long time. And that was that no soul is more important than another. And if there is ever a time in our history when that is true, it is today. As true as I have seen it in my lifetime. And I can't wait to see every soul recognized as being important. That is one of the coolest parts of all of this. So let's pray for those who need it. Let's accept who we are. Let's find a way to fill our days with positive things. And tomorrow we'll talk about setting goals in this time. I can't wait to see you. Have a beautiful start to the week. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.